0: But what I've been feeling and what I've seen and what I've realized is that it's limiting what I'm able to create. And it's also limiting my ability to evolve. Hey friends, welcome back to the Make It Inevitable podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Zamora. And today I want to share about my decision to leave social media and how that choice is really about cultivating more creativity and room for expansion. I have been a lover of the internet and online spaces since really I was first introduced to it. I remember us getting our first computer when I was in middle school, I believe, and My first experience online, I have no idea what service it was. I just remember that there were online forums and thinking it was so incredible that we could log on to a computer, sign into this space and connect with people from all over the world. And I have loved online communities, the internet ever since because of what it allows us to do and how it allows us to connect. I was a big fan of blogging before marketers took over blogging. Back in 2006, 2007, I had a number of different blogs where I would just show up and write and connect with other people in the online blogging space and early adopter of social media, MySpace, Facebook, Instagram, all of them, and I have always loved being online documenting my journey primarily for myself and having a space where I can show up and connect with other people. I've been in different groups. I met one of my very best friends who I was connected to for a long time from an online calorie counting website back when I lived in Hawaii. It's just connected me with so many incredible people and so many incredible opportunities. And throughout my journey, my healing journey, it has been a evolving relationship. When I experienced my loss in 2014, I stopped for the first time in a very long time creating content, creating content to grow an audience, to establish myself as an expert, to promote or sell something. And I started sharing again just because I felt the need to, the Urge to, the impulse to, because writing and processing through my grief in that way was very healing for me. I didn't do it because I thought it would be strategic. It actually had the opposite effect. (laughs) Sometimes people wouldn't hire me because they were like, it seems like you're really going through something. And maybe now isn't the right time to work together. And I just shared. I just shared my experience with grief. I shared what I was going through. I shared what I was learning about trauma shared what I was feeling and experiencing, and where that whole just unraveling journey was taking me. It was not strategic. It was not from a place of needing to be seen or heard. It was simply something that I felt called to do. I felt called to put what I was feeling into words and to put it out online. And it ended up supporting a great number of people, And their own grief and healing journeys and their own experience with trauma. And as I started to heal and as I started to come back online internally inside myself, inside my life, inside my business, then I started getting strategic again. I started creating content again. I started writing things with the intention of leading people into my work, into a coaching or working relationship with me, into a funnel, into a program. And I created still a lot of really beautiful and impactful things. I created journey mapping. I wrote Unravel. I released a second tips book for the dark night of the soul. I created different websites for different focus areas of this work that we do with people who are working to live their fullest expression. And because of the trauma that I went through because of the loss, because of the abusive relationship that I ended up in, due to my PTSD, Due to my low self worth after the loss, I really started to have a warped relationship with social media and not in the way that I think most people talk about an unhealthy relationship to social media. Like we talk about um, comparison, right? Unhealthy comparison or feeling FOMO or feeling like we have to keep up with the Joneses or we're not pretty enough, we're not smart enough, we're not whatever enough. And that's never been my relationship to social media. I've never struggled with that because I understand maybe as a marketer, maybe just as a person, that what people are putting online is just a snippet of their experience. It's a curated snippet. Whether or not they edit their photos or run filters on them or write smart words to go with them, it's it's a snippet. It's curated it's little bits that people are choosing to show online and also knowing people who were sharing about their wonderful partners while they were <laughs> contemplating divorce on the back end and people who were talking about being very successful in their business when i knew that they were struggling like it just had a different perspective with social media and I, I never bought into wow this person is doing so much better than me they're so much healthier or prettier or more successful I was able to look at social media as a place to get bits of inspiration at times. Bits of different things to feed me creatively, to inspire me, to help me kind of reflect up against, like bump up against as a point of reference. And social media actually really helped me realize that I wanted to spend more time outside. I wanted to live a different life. So social media has been in many ways, very supportive for me personally, and it has connected me with a lot of amazing people. It has fed the creative side of me. It has fed the side of me that loves to learn and grow and heal. And what happened though, was I had very, very low self-worth from the traumatic loss We will link to my book, Unravel, in the show notes. If you don't know that story, I've written a lot about it. I've talked a lot about it. Check the show notes for a link to the book. But the short, for those of you that are new and haven't heard it, is I ended a two-year relationship, and he committed suicide shortly after. And that just rocked and unraveled my whole world and my whole sense of self. And I felt guilty. I felt like I was to blame for that. I held a lot of shame. I had very, very low self-worth. And the PTSD from that experience, as I said, led me into a relationship with an addict who was abusive in different ways. And that experience took whatever bit of self worth that I still had and just stripped it away. So my self worth was so low after those two relationships and those two very traumatic experiences. And I started to build this relationship to social media that was anchored in a need to be seen and heard. So, I was really throughout my healing reassessing my relationships, really reorienting to myself and my life and my relationships and my work and figuring out who am I in the aftermath of all of this? Who am I here to be? What am I here to create? What for my old life and old ways of being? fit with who I am now and who I'm becoming. So really reassessing a lot of relationships and really starting to see as I learned about the subconscious winning strategy and I saw mine at play, really starting to see that a lot of my relationships were built for my winning strategy. So they were built on me being what other people wanted and needed so that I could achieve safety, security, success, love and belonging. And there were many relationships that I just simply did not feel seen or heard in. And the more that I came home to myself and the more that I started taking a stand for my wants and needs, the more those relationships began to fall away for different reasons. Um, Some of those were very lovely humans who just no longer fit with who I was and who I needed to become, who I wanted to become. Some of the relationships I started to see were actually pretty unhealthy or toxic. There were really sweet people who were constantly undermining my ability to tune in and honor my truth, my intuition, to do what was right for me in my life. And those relationships started to fall away one by one. I moved myself away from my community to the mountains because I needed to hear myself again. I needed a break from relationships of all kinds. I needed a, I needed an inconvenient, different life. That's when I really started to seek that out. And that was 2018 that I moved to the mountains. And Found myself very quickly, despite my intention to just be alone in a relationship with someone who was unavailable emotionally and literally very unavailable to me. And when that relationship came to an end, that's when I realized that my self worth was really, really low from everything that I had been through. But throughout that experience of really starting to see that the people around me didn't really get me, didn't really hear me, didn't really see me. That the relationship that I was in, I was alone inside of. Like I was technically partnered, but I felt alone. I didn't feel like I had a partner. I didn't have anyone to call. I was very isolated when I lived there. And so my relationship to social media became this mix of feeling like it was the only place that I could be seen and heard, and also pouring myself out, like sharing my lessons out loud, sharing my stories, sharing my feelings, my thoughts, my experiences, pouring myself out for other people to consume. And there was a piece of that that came from the low self-worth. It came from this unconscious feeling of penance. Like it was my penance to pour myself out and be consumed and to really get nothing in return And to just continually pour myself out. And so I was just pouring myself out online from this place of, I have to serve. I have to make up for all the horrible things that I've done and and the fact that this person died after we broke up. And I'm a worthless piece of crap because that's how my last relationship made me feel. And also... I never see my partner. I never feel connected to them. They don't ask me any questions, but they check my social media and people from my past check my social media. So it became this like weird mix of pouring myself out and trying to be seen and heard. And I actually took a break from social media A year and a half ago, when I realized that that's what I was doing, because I knew that I needed to step back. I knew that I needed to get clear on why I was sharing, what I should be sharing, my intention for sharing, my purpose for showing up online, what felt right for me to share and in what formats, and to really take the time to be with myself and to see and hear myself and to come home to myself and to raise my self-worth. And to build different, better, healthier relationships and to start moving myself in the direction of living a life that felt really aligned for me. So I stepped back from social media and I started doing this work and I started creating different content for my blog, trying to work on search engine optimization and eventually came back to social media. Learned to hold things more closely to my heart. Learned to stop using social media as a place to be seen and heard to stop pouring myself out for other people to consume and to start really sharing again from a place of, this is what wants to come through me. This is what wants to come out of me. This is the right place for this to come out of me and building a healthier relationship to social media in that way. And now I am at a point where I've been at this point, I should say for the last year to two years of knowing that this next evolution of my work is here and it's coming and it's ready to be birthed. It's ready to be worked on. So there's been different stages of that over the last two years of realizing that my body of work was going to change and evolve of, of understanding that it was going to grow bigger than just me and my personal brand and my presence online, that the content that I needed to create that I need to create must be different than how I've been creating in the past, that there are programs and books and workbooks and things, experiences, new, innovative ideas that that are ready to come through. They're ready to be built and created. And so over the last several months, what I've been struggling with with social media is I've been doing it for so long. And social media inherently has limitations, has limitations in reach, depending on your audience size, depending on your content, the type of media that you use, depending on the hashtags, depending on the algorithm. So there's a limit in terms of reach. There's a limit in terms of people who can and will engage with your content. There's a character limit. There's a length limit if you do video. So there's these limitations that come with social media. And Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn have been the primary places that I share online. And I always would start with Instagram because they have a shorter character length for your posts. And I want to make sure that my whole post fits rather than having it in sliders, which I would do sometimes or having it in the comments or click here to continue reading. I wanted it all to fit. So I I learned to create short content. And I am a long-winded writer. That's just how I write. There's, there's story that I want to tell. There's context that needs to be built. There is a flow to the emotions, to the experience of engaging with the conversation that I want to share. So I've had to limit myself and shrink my ideas down into 2,200 characters or less to fit on Instagram and then repost that elsewhere. And the content that I've created has been impactful. It's, it's reached people. It's affected people in positive ways. It's helped people. And I know that I have people in my audience who have followed me for years who get so much out of what I share. But what I've been feeling and what I've seen and what I've realized is that it's limiting what I'm able to create. And it's also limiting my ability to evolve, to evolve as a creative, as a writer, as a leader, to evolve the brand, the business, the conversations that I want us to have to grow the audience and align us with people who are right and ready for this work. It's, it's shrunk me and my ideas down and it's so habitual for me at this point to write in the way that I write to to just have a sense or knowing that this is getting too long for Instagram I need to shorten it it's it's limiting me as a creative it's limiting me as a leader it's limiting the brand the body of work the conversations that need and want to come through and so I have wrestled with what to do with social media and I've read Different articles. I've listened to different podcasts of people who have left social media. I know that the way that I bring in business and work isn't so much social media as it is my energy and me creating what wants and needs to be created and putting it out. And there are other ways to connect with an audience besides social media. And social media is a machine that we're constantly feeding. We're constantly feeding this machine our content with the hopes that the algorithms will favor us and maybe we'll get enough likes to feel good about what we put out. And maybe those likes will transfer into more followers and we'll earn ourselves some special features and we'll be able to say that we have a certain amount of followers and therefore we are successful. And maybe those followers will convert to program members or clients or whatever it is. So we're feeding this machine and we're creating. Not from an aligned place, necessarily. For some people, it's very aligned. If it feels aligned for you, the format, the algorithms, the structure of it, the way that it works, the type of content you can and can't share, like, awesome. Keep doing what's right for you. For me, and I have found for a lot of people, it's limiting us creatively. It's limiting our ideas. And we're feeding this machine. We feel like we have to post every day, if not more. We have to post a certain type of content with a certain type of image or video. We're all being forced into Reels, which as much reach as Reels get, short videos, TikToks, things like that, it's not quality necessarily. It's people who are just watching interesting things, scrolling or auto-scrolling. It might grow our following. And for some people, it does grow their client base their customer base, or they get different sponsorships, different ways of making money by having those views and having that engagement. But we're allowing corporations, trends, and these machines to dictate what we create, how we create, how much we create, how frequently create. And again, discernment. If you're out there creating reels and TikToks and you love it, and it feels so aligned for you, and you are so happy that this is the trend right now, awesome. I'm so happy for you. For anyone else who might be wrestling, and I know it's a lot of people who are wrestling with their relationship to social media, especially creatives, especially entrepreneurs, even just individuals, it's limiting our fullest expression, can be limiting our fullest expression. And it's keeping us boxed in and we keep feeding this machine. We keep feeding into it and it's a depreciating machine. And I will link to a incredible article, um, and creator Regina, whose last name I don't think I could pronounce if I tried. And I know she knows that it's a more challenging last name. So we'll link to her stuff. You can check out some of her thoughts on this. But she puts great language to the experience of social media, which is that it's depreciating. We are feeding this machine where they make the money. They control what works and what doesn't. So they they control the algorithms, the reach. You can be shadow banned for using words that they would prefer that you not. I feel like at some point I got shadow banned because my reach just dropped. And I know that I've talked about topics that are actually in those sensitive content filters. So we don't have control over who sees our content. Even as people following other people's content, we don't have control of whether or not we see it or how many suggested posts and ads we see before we see the content that we've subscribed to. So we're feeding this machine both in content and consumption. And it's limiting us in so many ways. At least, again, this is my experience. This is my feeling about it. And it's something that I know people around me have been feeling for at least the last several months, if not a couple of years. It's overwhelming. It's oversaturated. It's noisy. It's a lot of content being created to create content to hopefully win the favor of the algorithms and the machines. Like I said, feeding different milestones and goals. And so we're just creating, we're just creating, we're just putting stuff out there. And now there's AI that will create for us. And there's just so much noise. Everybody wants to be an Instagram influencer. Everybody wants to get the check marks and have the certain numbers of followers and get the sponsorships, whatever it is, but it's limiting us. And for me, that has been the struggle of, I've been feeding this machine And not feeding the things that really want to come out of me, that really want to come to life, that really need to. The way that I create is very much a channeled experience. There's a lot that channels through me. And so when things come up that are ready to come out and they have nowhere to go, they stay in there. There's a lot of noise in me right now. I've been working on the journey mapping, the recreation of it as a workbook. And I'm so proud of what's coming through for that. It's so solid. It's one of the great works of my life. And I hear it in there, rattling around, waiting to be finished, things coming through that are meant to go into it. There is the, there is different programs, different trainings that want to come through. There is my next book that wants to come through. There's so much that wants to come through that can't come through because I am in the habitual, I'm in the pattern, the habit of, if I sit down to create, it comes out in little spurts that will fit on Instagram. And I went through this back in 2017 when I pulled all my websites and content down. Seven years of websites and content. I pulled it down. I left up a simple opt-in page. My social media was still up, but I pulled all my websites down, all my content down because I couldn't, I couldn't get out of that groove, that well-worn groove of being and creating in a certain way for a certain brand for a certain conversation and body of work. I pulled all of it down. It was the stupidest thing I could have done from an SEO strategy perspective. Best thing I could have done as a creative and a leader because it gave me space to let what wanted to come through, come through. It's why journey mapping exists. It's why we have the trademark brand, Call of the Void. It's why a whole new body of work came to be. And so I'm feeling very similarly as this next evolution wants to come through, this next iteration of the business A new brand, a new conversation, a new body of work, a completely new idea for how we can really become, be the future of life purpose development and change the industry and change the experience of, of knowing yourself and stepping into your purpose and healing and contributing in the way that only you can. There's so much evolution that needs to happen and so much creative energy that needs to fuel it so much that wants to come through. That's already here. And I keep getting stuck in that old groove of I have created online, on social media specifically, in this way for so long. And so I wrestled with it off and on. I said it multiple times to friends, to my partner. I think I need to quit social media. I think I want to delete my social media accounts. And the other day, it'll be a couple of weeks. Um, when you actually see this episode, but a couple of days from the time of recording a couple of days ago, I deactivated all my social media. I chose not to delete because I do love the archive of life that I have on Instagram. And I would like to find a way to download and save that. And I have certain pages connected to Facebook that we will use going forward to in some way, share some of the work that we're doing. We will not create content for Facebook (laughs) the way that we have. I deactivated my LinkedIn. I just deactivated. And I've stepped away from social media before, but it felt really important to get it as close to off, gone, deleted as possible without being rash about it. And I can tell you already, it's Barely been 48 hours. I feel so much better. I feel so much space to create differently, to focus on the things that want to come through, that really matter, that really feel aligned. I've read so much more than I have in the last several months. I am consuming differently. I'm consuming on Pinterest, on YouTube. And Behance, which is a creative network through Adobe, I'm I'm consuming content that educates me, that inspires me creatively, and that makes me feel something. I'm learning, I'm growing, I'm evolving as a creator, I'm evolving as a leader, I'm, I'm consuming differently rather than memes and random updates and posts and content. That's being churned out into the machine and definitely never, ever was a fan of reels. So I'm glad that those are out of my sphere now. I'm already consuming differently. I'm already feeling differently. I'm already having different ideas of how to promote the work. So it still gets in front of the right people. I have had so many ideas for the podcast, so many ideas for how to create the next evolution of the work. There's just more space, different ways to document. I love to document don't need social media to document. You don't need social media to be connected. I will continue writing on Substack, which is longer form content, because there's more room there. There's no algorithms to play against or with. There is just space to write what I want to write, share what I want to share, and to do it in a way that honors the effort, the energy, the labor that goes into it, the value that I share when I write. And so that will be a free and paid subscription. So free as you get one free post a month, one longer form post a month and paid as you get a weekly post. So the free one and additional three to four, depending on the month. I will also be sharing behind the scenes content and around here posts. And I have some really fun ideas for sharing what I'm up to through Substack. We will link to that in the show notes. If you were already on my email list, you have been transferred over. You just have to choose to upgrade to paid if that's what you decide feels right for you. And I'm just giving myself more space to create, to evolve, to cultivate the artist in me, the creative in me, the writer in me, the the thought leader in me, the innovator in me, to have space and to allow what wants to come through to come through however it wants to come through versus shrinking it down to fit into somebody else's machine with the hopes that maybe in the limited window that they give it any chance of reach, that it reaches enough people to do whatever, impact them, get engagement, lead to something else. So yeah, that is, that is the update that I want to share. And really the lesson of that, I think for anyone listening is To trust those intuitive nudges, like that has been a nudge for me over the last couple of years. Social media is not the place. And as marketers, as brand strategists, we are seeing a trend change. It's been coming for the last several years. We are seeing that people are going back to websites, going back to newsletters, going back to email lists. SEO has always mattered. Optimizing your website, it matters even more now, especially with the slew of AI content that people are churning out. And there will be A tipping point for that. Right now, it's really trendy. It's really great. Everybody loves it. There's going to be an oversaturation. There are going to be plagiarism issues and complaints, and people who don't have a voice or a unique angle on things. AI will only take you so far. So there's there's trends. There's trend shifts that fit alongside leaving social media, and there's a lot of people who don't want to be on it anymore, as creators, as entrepreneurs as consumers, as individuals. And so I'm really excited to explore what that looks like for me and to share that with you as I do, especially over on Substack and here on the podcast. But really, what's important to you? Like, Ask yourself why you're on social media. If you're a creative, are you feeding the machine? Is it serving you? Is it limiting you creatively? Do you find yourself in some unhealthy pattern and our unhealthy relationship to social media is not only the things that we talk about, such as comparing ourselves or feeling bad about ourselves or being addicted to it because we're not able to be present in these little random moments of our lives. We have to open our phone and scroll. It's also your motivation to be on it and to share and to show up and what you share and how you show up. Is that motivation really aligned? And for me, for a while, it wasn't. It came from an insecure, broken, low self-worth place. And even once I cleaned that up, I realize it's limiting me. It's limiting my ability to evolve, the work's ability to evolve, the brand's ability to evolve. It's limiting my creativity. It's keeping me from creating the things that I want to create. It's keeping me from reading and consuming things that are actually fuel for who I'm here to be and what I want to do? And are you brave enough to make the changes that need to be changed, whether that's in the content that you share, how you share, where you show up, how you show up, or exploring completely new avenues altogether? And if you want to leave, but you're afraid, there's a fear there to be worked with. There could be a trauma. It could be part of your winning strategy. Just be open to... Exploring your relationship, not just to social media, but to everything. To constantly be doing that work to align with the truth of who you are and who you're here to be and what you're here to create. Because when we're in full alignment, it's far easier to see and discern, this doesn't actually feel aligned for me anymore. And maybe it did. I loved social media for a very long time. I still love the internet. I still love online community. I still love creating for the web. Social media in its current iteration and for where I'm at now is not aligned. I may activate my accounts again at some point to share with existing audience where they can now go find me. I may not. And I will discern that as I discern that. I will discern that as I go. So those are my thoughts today. That's my share on how I'm cultivating more creativity. And creating space for my evolution, for my brand's evolution, for the work's evolution. And I can't wait to share what it is that I'm creating. And I hope that you'll join me over on Substack. Because there will be a lot of just fun things being shared there that will not be shared anywhere else. And also YouTube. will link to the YouTube channel. There will be more content coming from more than just me on that channel. Because it's going to shift and evolve into the new brand those are the places to connect with my work and the conversations that we're having. And we'll be having very new and different conversations, deeper evolutions of the conversations that we've been having. But there's just so much that I've been working on internally and behind the scenes, so much that's ready to come through that I can't wait to share with you. So check out the show notes, join me over on YouTube and Substack, and I will catch you in another episode soon. Thank you so much for joining me today and being a part of our incredible community of purpose-driven individuals. If you are ready to put these teachings into practice in your own life, head on over to www.stephaniezamora.com podcast, where you'll get access to our collection of actionable and easy to implement workbooks. That includes our renowned methodology for making the impossible inevitable that's helped hundreds of individuals worldwide get into motion on their most important goals, plus our comprehensive guide to stopping self-sabotage and navigating the terror barrier with more grace and ease. We'd love your help in getting the message out and growing our community, so please take a moment to share this episode, subscribe to the podcast, and leave us a review on iTunes. I'll catch you in the next episode.